Seven Minute Story Season 2 is made possible by Fishbowl. Yes, it is, Corey. We're not just saying that. Aaron, can you tell everyone a little bit about what you've been doing on Fishbowl? Yeah, I've been doing the Fishbowl Live Talks about storytelling and podcasting. It's been great. And I may or may not jump in and occasionally interrupt him and try and redirect him. And it's really fun and probably a little annoying for him. But I also have been using Fishbowl for career questions that I have that I would maybe be a little embarrassed to ask if people knew who I was. Yeah, it's the anonymity factor. Yeah, it's so awesome to be able to just confidently ask the question about something that I should probably know or that someone assumes that I know and get the right answer. That's the thing. Posting, sharing, participating in the conversation anonymously in these bowls. It's unlike any other networking app, right? Because it's freedom. It's freedom. When you post, you don't have to water down your comments for fear of getting <laughs> fired. You know, it's really empowering. And we'd love if you join us there. Absolutely. So to do that, go to joinfishbowl.com slash 7MS. That's joinfishbowl.com slash the number 7MS and download the free app today. Hey, it's Aaron. This is a follow-up to last week's episode, Pro Wrestling is a Love Story. And this week, I wanted to talk with another huge wrestling fan, my buddy Chris Maffei, who's a podcast production manager over at Hatch.fm. He and I have had a lot of conversations about wrestling, and it always came up what a big fan of CM Punk he is and was. CM Punk, the wrestling superstar formerly of WWE, now of AEW All Elite Wrestling. But I never really understood why, so I figured I'd let Chris tell his story on this episode. And what surprised me, though, was the reason why CM Punk was such a big influence to Chris growing up. I start by asking Chris when he got into wrestling, and he takes us on a journey from there. Enjoy. I got into wrestling right at the start of the boom period in 1998, the Attitude Era. So growing up, it was Steve Austin bar none that's when i was first introduced to wrestling that's when my cousin matt i had just moved on to the same block as him and he was a huge wrestling fan so he influenced me so much in getting into wrestling he exposed me to so much of it and steve austin immediately captured my imagination my interest in wrestling has fluctuated so much in the past few years it's, it's become a different thing in my life but I would say the one guy who keeps bringing me back and keeps pulling me in and keeps me watching AEW on a consistent basis now is CM Punk. And I go back to how I felt when I first discovered CM Punk, when I had first heard of him. This was very late into his Ring of Honor run. This would have been 2005, you know, right on the doorstep of him signing with WWE. And I was introduced to CM Punk by a friend in high school who had all the Ring of Honor DVDs and was then introducing me to this new world of independent wrestling that I had never really been that exposed to at that point. And CM Punk immediately grabbed me. It, it wasn't necessarily his look or his skills in the ring. It was the way he spoke because he spoke like a genuine person with something to say rather than some sort of contrived wrestling promo paint by numbers type of thing he really believed on some level in the things he was saying and you can tie that back to a guy like bret hart who for a generation of wrestling fans and certainly for me growing up too once i went back and and watched a lot of it that's a genuine person speaking 
about why he's going to win this match, about his thoughts on his opponent, about his thoughts on, you know, whatever the topic was. That's a genuine person. He's not a raving lunatic screaming about weird concepts, weird esoteric things like the Ultimate Warrior or even Macho Man or Hulk Hogan. And those are great, but Bret Hart treated himself and carried himself like a serious competitor. And CM Punk, in his own way, in and in a different way, but in uh, in a way that's not really that dissimilar from Bret Hart, carried himself like a three-dimensional person in an often one-dimensional world. And the other thing that really endeared him to me early on was he'd come out and say, I'm CM Punk. I'm drug-free. I'm alcohol-free. I'm tobacco-free. And I'm better than you. And for me, as a teenager in high school, just seeing everyone, you know, friends, people that I didn't associate with, everyone just falling over themselves to drink and smoke and try drugs where I had zero interest in that and actually had developed, you know, animosity towards some former friends over that. That was something that just immediately I just said, whoa, who is who is this guy speaking all of my feelings in a wrestling ring? And that was the number one thing about CM Punk is that if if you were kind of a an outcast in high school or someone who didn't fit the mold, someone who didn't, you know, engage in drugs or alcohol, that was a that was that's a huge thing that allows you to latch on to a character like that. Chris, that was really poignant, dude. And to be honest, I don't know why I'm finding myself getting emotional here. I had a similar experience growing up where um, I had sort of a um, an aversion to uh, drugs and alcohol, um, not because what you're saying, because I'm better than anybody or you. I just saw the pain that it caused yeah. in people's lives, especially when it wasn't used in proportion. And a lot of these situations, people aren't using it in proportion. It's not an additive. It ends up becoming the center of people's lives and destroying people's lives. So I, 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 that was unexpected. We didn't talk about that before we did this recording. I've introduced my my bonus kid we have a blended family i don't say stepson i hate that so it's like yeah. my bonus son um who's you know probably about the age that we started watching wrestling and um he you know loves aew and that's connected us together and one of the things i heard him recently say uh and he's a huge cm punk fan and one of the things i recently heard him tell me he sat next to me he goes you know what aaron he's like i love that cm punk is straight edge he and he said, I want to be straight edge too. But the idea that there's someone in that one dimensional world or in a space of influence or entertainment or on television proclaiming not only that that's cool, but that can lead to a higher quality of life and then having that influence on, on your kid and then getting to watch wrestling. I don't know if there's anything better than that. I love that. That that's see, that's, that's so that's beautiful first of all. And that I, that's it. I mean, you don't have many real heroes in the wrestling business if you look at people's personal lives. With Steve Austin growing up, I don't know how I avoided the path of chugging beers, honestly. <laughs> it's hilarious to me. Even just watching WrestleMania and just watching him just absolutely obliterate himself with beer throughout the entire time, I'm like, oh my God. But I still love Steve Austin, but that's the difference. I never wanted to be Steve Austin. I wanted to be CM Punk when I was 15, 16 years old. 
So that I think that's the difference right there. Seven Minute Stories is created and performed by Aaron Calafato. Audio production by Ken Went. You can connect with Ken or inquire about his audio production services at kenwent.com. That's Ken, W-E-N-D-T, dot com. Original artwork by Pete Whitehead. Find out more about Pete's work at petewhitehead.com. Special thanks to our partners at Evergreen Podcasts. And lastly, I'm Corey Burse. Make sure to tune in next week for another story.